Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined by the NWA World Women's Champion, Camille. Camille, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. We are just a couple of days uh, away from NWA Always Ready on June 11th. Now, I was doing research before our, our interview today. I realized today is the one-year anniversary of when you won the title. Uh, back yes, at, when it I shot this fall last year. That's pretty crazy. So, yeah. A, w- a year in review, uh, what, what are your thoughts on your, your, t- your title reign so far? I mean, a whole year being a champion is pretty crazy. Yeah, I think it's been a great title run thus far. I mean, I've had some really good competitors come in there in the ring with me, and I've uh, be, you know, been skilled enough to, to beat them and remain the champion, so that's been awesome. And, you know, I think that a lot of people, when I first got the title, they didn't really know what to expect because I was only a few matches in with the NWA at that point, and so I think I've really proved myself. What would you say has been your, your favorite match of your reign so far? Because you've been defending it on WA programming uh, and other promotions as well. So you've been kind of getting out there really uh, being a fighting champion. So mm-hmm. uh, what matches you've had, which one would you like really kind of pick as the one that stands out the most? The one that stands out the most is just my match versus Layla Hirsch at Empower, just because that event itself was so such a special event, an all-women's event, and the crowd was just fantastic and had so much energy, and that it was kind of a crossover of promotions as well. Uh, I think everything just kind of came together there, and uh, it was my first uh, title defense outside of, you know, when I won it, so that was a really, you know, that one stuck out for me the most probably. You mentioned the the crossover aspect of that. I mean, Layla was a was and is a star in AEW, and it's, to me, it's interesting that you beat Serena Deep for the title. And now she's uh, been very successful in AEW as well. And ironically, she beat Thunder Rosa for the title. And Thunder Rosa is the AEW Women's Champion now. So, like, I don't know. There's, there's something interesting to me about that kind of chain there. And I guess I would ask, like, do you have any interest in potentially, you know, revisiting that that kind of crossover? I remember listening to an interview you did a while ago, and you made it clear you weren't the biggest fan of the the Forbidden Door concept, and you made it clear mm-hmm. you had certain kind of uh, conditions for how you would want that to work. So, if would that be something you'd be potentially interested in? I mean, I with Serena Thunder or somebody else? Yeah. So my thing with the Forbidden Door is I think it's super cool when it's used rarely. You know, I think it's, I just, uh, my thing with it was if it's, if you can see those matches happen every pay-per-view, then who cares? But if it's something like it's where it's like a once a year type of deal, I think then it becomes something that's really special and people will really look forward to. So I'm not against it. I just think it needs to be used sparingly. And um, yeah, uh, I would love to revisit that eventually, you know, whether it be Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, I would love to face Jade Cargill over there. I think that's a match that a lot of people are interested in seeing. So, you know, one day we'll see what happens. Yeah. Another pro- promotion that's done a lot of crossover stuff is Impact. And recently, their they're knockout uh, world champion, uh, uh, Tasha Steeles, recently made clear she wants to face you uh, potentially in, a, in a, like a Chambers champion match. And I'm not sure if you have any, any history with her but what, outside of the AEW kind of side of things. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Because Impact has done a lot of crossover matches as well. Yeah, so I know Tasha from when she worked a little bit with the NWA, so I know her on a personal level with that, and I really uh, like Tasha as a person and enjoy her work, and so that's something that I would definitely be interested in. Champ versus Champ, let's put them up. Let's see what happens. Winner takes all. I'm down. Yeah, uh, but at least in the here and now, we're focusing on NWA Always Ready. Again, that's June 11th. You're going to be defending the, t- defending the title against Kylan King. Uh, Somebody I've had some history with as well. And now, ironically, but Bully Ray will be on commentary for that match. She's the one, of the, one of the guys that trained you, Bully Ray being a very a big legend in the business. So I guess I'll first ask uh, what are your thoughts about the fact that he will be up close, uh, the best seat in the house, the commentary for, for this yeah. match at uh, the, the pay-per-view. 
So it's pretty cool because uh, Bubba, he trained me and he trained Kylin. So he's going to have that kind of extra special knowledge of what we're thinking in there and be able to give the fans a really good inside look during the match. So I think that's going to be not only special for myself and Kylin, but special for the fans that they kind of get that inside look of where our head's at and him knowing us on a personal level. I think that's super cool for the fans. And, you know, on a personal level, it's just special just because, like you said, it's someone that uh, trained us and when you, when you're training and you're first coming up in wrestling, you don't know what's going to happen with your career. You don't know if you're going to make it or not. So the fact that we're in this, you know, big title match uh, for such a big prestigious company is something that's really special. Learning from someone like, like Bowie Ray, as I said, a definite legend in the business. I mean, that's invaluable. The experience he brings, the, the kind of reputation that he has just as a you know successful wrestler. So especially now that you're kind of really finding a lot, a lot of success on, on your own, looking back on it, what would you say was kind of your biggest takeaway or maybe the most valuable lesson you learned uh, from training under Bully Ray? I think just to have thick skin for the business. Like he told me one time that he thinks I might be too nice for this business <laughs> and uh, just to not take things too personal and just kind of go with the flow. I think that, you know, wrestling, uh, a lot of people looking up from the outside in, they just see what we do in the ring and they don't realize that there is a business aspect to it. There is a lot of things that go on behind the scenes and just to have a thick skin for that, I think is the biggest takeaway that I learned from Bubba. So uh, Bubba slash Bully will definitely be a big side for the, the title match at NWA Always Ready against Kylan King. Outside the fact that the, uh, you, both of you trained under Bully Ray, uh, kind of pre- preview that match in terms of like uh, your past uh, encounters with Kylan King, and you've mixed up a bit before, and now the fact you'll be uh, defending the title against her in, uh, at the pay-per-view. Yeah, so we've actually faced each other um, at CCW in here in Nashville, and, you know, that was a hard-hitting match. It was kind of took me outside of my element in some aspects because there's some things that you know I'm more strong at than she is and she's better at than I am so bringing those together it kind of creates this interesting dynamic because you know we're both big powerful girls but she's a little bit more technical than I am I'm a little more power suited than she is so uh, I think it's really interesting and I think it'll be a great matchup for the fans to see because you might expect one thing and get another so we'll see what happens with that. And you, you just mentioned that you both are big and powerful. Maybe kind of other than that, how do you say this match potentially differs from some of your your, adult, your other title matches? You've defended the title as a three-way crack cup. And you, as we were talking about earlier, you've been defending the title at any number of other promotions as well. And when you mentioned the, the Layla Hurst match as well. Uh, but how has those, those one kind of stood out to you uh, kind of individually? Yeah, so I think this one will be different just because, like I mentioned earlier, she does – she's going to be thinking sort of the same way that I do just because we were trained the same way. And so it's interesting to get in there and normally no one knows your game plan or what you're thinking, but I know that she's going to know. So it's like almost a reverse psychology type of thing. I'm going to have to go in there, maybe doing something that's different than what she's expecting. So it's almost like, you know, a boxer or a fighter getting ready for a match and studying the tape and figuring out, okay, she knows that I'm going to do this. And so what can I do that's unexpected for her? So it's a very interesting dynamic getting in there with someone that is not only my size, but thinks similarly, similar. I can't say that word. Similarly. <laughs> it's a tough word yeah. to the way that I do. 
No, absolutely. I'm sure it's going to be a very good match. I'm looking forward to it. So we, we talk a lot about the present. We talk a little about the, about the future. I think it's always funny to kind of look back at the past. Now, when I, I've been watching NWA a lot, when I was first uh, watching you get like kind of rise up and into the start of the upcoming now, it was sort of strictly business, very uh, successful, stable. Yourself, Nick Aldis, Tom Lauder, and Chris Adonis. Now I think of the past, by the time, uh, for a while there, uh, you guys as a group were definitely running rushed and were very, were very you know, still successful, kind of uh, having a chokehold over uh, NWA in a lot of ways. So kind of looking back on that experience, that run, that group, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on kind of that experience looking back on and kind of what you gained from maybe working with guys like, you know, Nick Aldis and like I said, just uh, having a, a successful run like that. So, so I think it was a, definitely a good time and a good learning experience being able to be around those wrestling minds, such as my husband, Tom, I get to be around him all the time. And then um, Chris Adonis and uh, Nick Aldis, you know, they have such a great mind for the business and what's going on. And so being able to kind of immerse myself in that and learn from them and just sponge it all up was a great learning experience. And yes, like you said, we were very dominant. So that was fun as well. And just maybe to, to pinpoint it, like you know, as I said, all, Nick, Tom, and Chris as well, as well all, all three have great minds for the wrestling business. And for you, especially, you mentioned when you won the title, you were still kind of first, really kind of coming up in a lot of ways and had a lot of matches. And then you won the title and you still had that run with them. So kind of like the, the bully Ray question earlier, what would you say is kind of one of your, your biggest takeaways, biggest lessons from, from your time working close with those guys? You mentioned you're still obviously spending a lot of time with Tom, but maybe working with, the, with that group and having that run in, in that stable, what would you say is kind of the, the most valuable lesson you learned from that time? The most valuable lesson that I learned was really probably from Chris himself. He's, he's a big uh, supporter of me and very positive. And I think that just because since I'd only had a few matches with the NWA when I won the title, you know, you have that question of, am I ready for this? I mean, that's a big, a big thing to hold and carry on your shoulders. And so I just, you know, I, as much confidence as I have in myself and as much as I feel like I do thrive under pressure, you do have that kind of voice in the back of your head saying, okay, am I really ready for this? And Chris, he always just kind of backed me up and told, told me, you know, how good I was, how ready for it I was and how, how well I was going to do with this title. And so I think that's the biggest takeaway is that he just gave me a lot of confidence to hold it with pride and know that I do deserve it and that I'm, I'm going to be able to put on some really great shows. It makes a lot of sense to have that doubt or you know uncertainty when you first won the title. That's what we were talking about earlier. It's been a whole year now. So like, mm-hmm. how do you say you maybe your mindset has changed? Have you been, have become more confident, gain more, you know, you obviously gain more experience as you've gone on here. So how would you say you kind of feel differently sitting here today versus, as you said, a minute ago when you first won the title, maybe having some of that doubt uh, in terms of whether you're, you're ready for it or not? Yeah, so that is why the Layla uh, Hirsch match stuck out, so for, uh, stuck out so much for me is because that was kind of the moment where everything clicked for me. And I realized standing there in that ring and looking around, like I'm meant for this and I'm going to do a great job with it because that moment right there, I just knew that that was my moment and that I was meant for it. And ever since then, I have had so much more confidence every match I'm going into. I know that I'm going to put on, you know, a great match for the fans. Just when it comes to even putting together a story, I have so much uh, confidence and, you know, pride in the stories that I put together in the ring. And uh, just, I'm very excited to see what happens in the future as well. And just keep it going. I mean, I, I just, it's only the start for me, really. I know it's been a year in, but I just continue to get better and better and more confident. And with wrestling, that's what you have to have is confidence. And so it's really exciting to see what's going to happen from here. 
Absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, again, that maybe that doubt to begin with, and now we're sitting here a year later. Maybe uh, other than that, what would you say has maybe been kind of the biggest challenge or kind of, if not obstacles, the biggest challenge would make sense, the biggest challenge you dealt with during your time as the champion. So that year is a long time to hold a title, a lot of ups and downs. And as mentioned, you know, defending on NWA, defending other promotions, just like what, what's, what have you kind of found to be the, the biggest obstacle you faced, uh, at least so far, as a champion, at least? Uh, the biggest obstacle would be just to to remain calm in these situations just because I do put a lot of pressure on myself. I have my whole life and holding a title as prestigious as the Burke, you know, a, a title that Mildred Burke held, it does put a lot of pressure on you. And I want to make sure that I always show up and show out and just to be able to remain calm under that pressure has been probably, you know, the biggest challenge, but I do think I've done a great job with it. And also just being able to, we went a long time without having a ring to get into. So um, as being a champ, you can't just be complacent with being the champ. You always want to up your skills, up your game. And for a while, I didn't even have a ring that I was able to get into. So I was only being able to, you know, work on my craft when I worked independent shows and stuff like that. So luckily now I have a ring that I can work in. But uh, for a while there, that was a, a bit of a tough situation to not have a ring to work in. You mentioned the the Burke title, and just to kind of put a, a, a focus on that for a second, like it's obviously it's inherently prestigious, but the fact that Billy Corgan got that title specifically to have that kind of that piece of history, uh, and now that you've had such a, such a successful run with it, well, you know, again a year to the day now, was made you to kind of have a run with that title specifically, given how how, how uh, prestigious it is. Yeah, so that's something that I think a lot of other companies they they don't have is that lineage and the history and history is something that's so beautiful and something that we all need to acknowledge because without history, we don't have our present, you know? And so the fact that I'm holding a title that Mildred Burke had and really paved the way for all of us women, is something that's super special to me and that I hold in super high regard. And that's why I put a lot of pressure on myself as well, because it's something that a lot of people in other companies, they don't understand that history and that lineage to carry it on your back. It's, it's, um, it's a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you've already done a great job of it. And you're, you're mentioning you're, you're just getting started. So, you know, very excited about the future. You mentioned, obviously, Mildred Burke blazing this trail, really setting the path for generations to come. In a lot of ways, I think, like, especially when you won the title, and you you were this like, big powerhouse that does kind of defy the typical uh, standard, like women's wrestling in a lot of ways, that, that maybe, maybe some fans might expect. So, like, do you feel like you might be kind of, in, in, in your own way now, uh, if not blazing the trail, at least, like, you know, setting your own path and saying, like, find your own success in a lot of ways, just in a way, or being, being your own trailblazer. For sure. I mean, that's the thing is a lot of people, when I first started, you, you know, I get those comparisons to China and stuff like that, just because she was another powerhouse. And that's what I tell people. I was like, I'm so grateful for those comparisons because it's China. She's the ninth wonder of the world. She's amazing. But in the same, you know, mindset, I do want to make my own name for myself and have my own sort of move set and the way that I work and the way that I talk. And I do think that it is, I mean, I know when I started talking, people were so surprised that I had a Southern accent, even something like that. It's like, it took people a while to get used to. They were like, what in the world? And, and now they're kind of getting used to that. And so, like you said, it's creating this own path for myself that, because people expected me to be British. I think when I, you know, I was silent for like two years. And so, right you know, just slowly taking steps that I'm making my own character and I'm making this own persona. It is creating a trailblazing path for myself. And I'm just, I'm just being myself really. 
And it's, it's, it's wonderful to see that unfold and see who you are becoming as a character on, on an NWA programming here. And then again, a year, a year is a long time to hold the title, but you're just getting started. So now uh, what are your kind of goals for the future? Can maybe beyond specifically NWA always ready is kind of what, what you want to accomplish next or your kind of uh, objectives kind of move, moving forward in, in wrestling and in NWA, however, however you want to take it. Yeah. So as a company, you know, I've been here since the start, pretty much. It was Tim Storm, then Nick Aldis, then along came Camille. So I just really want to see the company grow, get more eyes on it. I would love for, you know, more people to know about the NWA. I think that it's great that we're on YouTube. So anybody can look it up anytime. And I would love to just, like I said, see more people get their eyes on it, know the product and get involved with the stories and the characters. So as a company, that's what I want on a personal level. I've hit a year. So now the next step is two years. Let's hit two years, you know, and carry it on. Like I've said it to everybody, I'm the one-time champion. I'm not going to lose this thing. So I'm not going to be 16 time, anything like that, because I'm not going to lose it that many times. I'm going to be the one-time champion, and I want to prove to everybody why. If we're previewing year two for, for your title reign, how do you want year two to, to defer or uh, you know, be, be, be better than already the great year you've had in year one? What are your kind of room for, room for improvement for, for this upcoming year as the champion? Yeah, so I think just even stronger competitors to show put, put them all in front of me you know whoever you think is the best in the world put them in front of me i'm willing to take them down and so i think that's something that we can definitely improve on and see us really grow as a company is just getting even bigger names in, even better stories in, and see what happens from there so again end of way always ready june 11th here you're defending the title against kylan king bully ray will be on commentary any kind of last words for fans kind of love to preview that match just ahead of it what just we will be on party remarks for uh your message kylan king even just to get where you're at heading into that match <laughs> yeah everybody make sure you tune in whether you can be there live or not you can always get pay-per-view on fight tv and it starts at seven central time eight eastern time always ready Tune in just to see me beat Kylan's ass because that's what's going to happen. She's going to beat mine a little bit too. She's a big girl, but it's going to be a brawl. So tune in for that. I definitely look forward to seeing that on Saturday. And lastly here, Camille, do you want to plug your socials or anything like that before we get out of here? Yes. So I am on Instagram at Camille with a K brick house. I'm on Twitter at Camille underscore brick. I believe it is. I don't know if you search Camille Brickhouse, maybe you'll find it. I'm not sure what my Twitter name is. <laughs> and those are the, the avenues that I use the most. Perfect. Well, Camille, I wish you the most, most luck this weekend and then move forward here heading into year two uh, as the NWA World Women's Champion. Of that, I thank you for your time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.